guys, how you doing today? Have you called yourself an artist and give yourself some love? Well, I'm gonna tell you, it's raining right now in Los Angeles, but that doesn't mean I don't have sunshine in my heart for you. I believe you're awesome. I believe you should be sharing your art with the world. Today, we're gonna be talking about defining success. And here's a question for you. Are you empowering yourself or are you setting yourself up for disappointment? Yeah, I'm gonna be going over a few things with this. First of all is the misguided ideas and misunderstandings of success. I'm gonna go over a way for you to define success so that you do feel successful at the end of the year and also how to celebrate the small victories as you go along. So on this rainy day, let's just get into it, shall we? Thank you so much for joining me and stay tuned. This is Let's Get To It, a podcast to empower you as an artist. Hey guys, as always, a little disclaimer before we get started. I'm not a doctor or a psychologist or a psychiatrist. And yeah, everything I'm saying here is my personal opinion and point of view and should never be taken as real medical or mental health advice. Please seek a professional if you have any sort of health issues uh, at all regarding your body or your mental health. Okay, guys, thanks so much. Before I get into too much about where these misguided ideas of success come from, I have a little something to say about why it happens that we become so involved or obsessed with needing to be successful. Very simply, we are unhappy with where we are right now. Getting to the point where we are at peace with our current experience can be hard, especially if we are comparing ourselves to others and listening too much to others' ideas about success. That being said, it is possible to do. So where do these misguided ideas about success come from? Well, in a nutshell, they come from listening to others' ideas about what success is. We watch the news, we read the magazines, scroll through Instagram and TikTok, or surf through YouTube, and there you will find lots of examples of people who found success through some program, and they are willing to share that with you, and it will only cost you your next six months' rent. But hey, you'll be a millionaire, so don't lose out. I've watched a few of them. Can you tell? See what's happened? I've kind of like instantly just went right into the rhythm of what those are. (laughs) Um, I just want to point out that that stuff is all designed to feed on your fear of missing out and being left behind. Uh, They are very toxic. And honestly, they're probably not going to work for you, but that person who's selling it is going to make quite a bit of money once you give them money for this product that supposedly is going to solve all your problems and make you a millionaire, okay? If you decide to go with any of these, you're probably going to end up being disappointed and also also probably broke. But unfortunately, when it comes to people who have misguided ideas about success, it's not just the media. It's also family and friends. You know, I know from experience that when I would tell a family member about a student film I booked or a short film I had just got done filming or a background gig I was just on, usually they would go, okay, great. How much did you get paid for that? How much did you get for that? You're like, well, you know, a credit. And if it was my mother on the other end of that, I would just get a lecture about how I was not responsible and how I wasted money. And I would feel as though I was just wasting my time being here. I would just feel really, really bad. And I got to the point where I just 
decided not to talk to any family member about anything to do with my acting career because they were only defined my success by how much money I was making. They were not looking at if I was flourishing creatively, they would not care about the fact that I was actually having a more of a sense of peace and really finding myself and my voice. They did not care. What they cared about was how much money I made. And so I had to sort of cut off those conversations regarding my acting career. It was not an easy decision to make. I would have loved to being able to share that with them, but I had to make that decision so that I could I could protect my creativity and create my dream and, and, and I and protect my dream. Okay, so sure, money is not the only way to define success. So there's got to be another way uh, for an actor, isn't it? Credits? Aren't they just the sign of success? Aren't they a good way to define it? Well, yes and no. Credits are a valuable thing to actors. In fact, many casting notices will state that your payment is actually going to be deferred, but you will get an IMDb credit for it. However, TV shows and big film producers and directors may not think that you having 20 short film credits is any big deal. They want, quote unquote, real credits from network TV shows like CBS, NBC, ABC, Fox, AMC, etc. And even if you have a lot of credits from a TV TV show on a major network, it may still be dismissed because they are only co-star roles. So if your definition of success is to be, have a supporting role in a blockbuster movie, you're probably going to be very disappointed. Yes, you could get really lucky by making a contact that gets you an audition, but most likely they will go with somebody who has a lot of guest star roles or is what we call a political in the business, which just means it's somebody's friend or family member of the producer, director, writer, etc. <sighs> okay, Cheryl. So you've shot down money as a way to define success and now credits. Now what? My goals? Yeah, I'm going to go after your goals now. In my last episode, I talked about the difference between goals and dreams. You can have dreams that are as lofty and unrealistic as you want them to be. They can be huge. They can be anything. And they're, they're meant to be big. They're dreams, right? But if you have made dreams into goals, you're going to be disappointed. Goals, remember, are 90% everything you do. And only 10% of life happens are other people's actions and decisions. You can have the dream of getting a supporting role in a blockbuster, but it cannot work as a goal. It requires too much of other people's decisions and actions to work. So it's a dream. But you can make a realistic goal to support that dream, such as researching everything you can about a director who does blockbusters, finding out if they like a certain casting office or acting teacher or agent. You can watch all of their movies and figure out the character that you most fit. That's just a few ideas. So you can be working in a way that supports that dream. There are countless ways to support it. But that is still a dream. It is not a goal. The goal is the smaller things you do to support it. But Cheryl, what if I made my goals realistic? How can I call myself a success if I haven't even achieved them? What then? Well, my first answer is to say, don't put yourself down. All that does is make you feel bad about yourself or you will begin to blame others. Or you're going to start a bad habit of becoming very jealous and nasty about other people's success. Instead, adapt. If you don't reach a goal, I mean, so what? Did the world end? No. 
review it and see if there's something you could have done differently. If there wasn't with the resources you had, pivot. Make a goal with a similar outcome. Maybe this one will work. Maybe you need to redefine your success to you tried and failed and you're willing to try again. That is a big success. You've learned and you've grown. Misguided ideas about success can ruin us as people because it wears on our mental health. It can also ruin our careers if we get jealous, bitter, and jaded. In other words, someone no one wants to work with. So let go of how others define success and empower yourself. Be willing to redefine success as you go. You won't regret it. Whenever I meet a new person and I tell them I'm an actor, I usually get the same question. Have you found any success? When I get that question, I usually am a little caught off guard and have a knee-jerk reaction to say back, well, I guess it depends on how you define success. I put that back on them because I want them to say how they are defining it. Their answer may be telling me that I don't want to engage with them any further. On the other hand, it may show me that they are very compassionate and understanding, which would encourage me to chat with them further. I'm telling you this because I want you to know that I get this quite a bit and I don't really know what to say sometimes. I also don't think it's worth my time and energy to try to explain to some people how I define success, especially if they seem very stuck in their own ideas of it. So here are some ways to define success for yourself. I want to start here first, and that is for you to own yourself. And what I mean here is be willing to be a free thinker and define success for you from your heart and your soul. Know yourself, know what you need, know what makes you happy. Too often, we have others say who we are and what we want, especially as actors. People make conclusions about us and have projected ideas about us just based on our headshots. But when you really know who you are, and own it, you will be less likely to be taken in by what others are telling you you should be or feel or expect. The easiest way to define success for yourself is always going to be looking at whether or not you are meeting the goals you've set, all right? So I have a question regarding that, and that is this. Are they realistic for what you can truly accomplish this week or this month. I'm not going to look at the whole year yet because there's the whole year to get those things done. But if you're looking at what you can do in a week or what you can do in a month, uh, have you overloaded your schedule? And, you know, when you do that, it just becomes too much and you can get overwhelmed and just not want to do something. I know that's what I do. If I put way too much on my schedule or try to put too much on myself for a week or a month, I just get, I'm just not able to get it done. And I feel like I must be, I, do, I can start feeling really bad about myself simply because I wasn't able to do it. And, and, and it had nothing to do with the fact that I wasn't capable of doing it. It was just the fact that I'd, I had put too much on myself. So ask yourself, is this really something I can get done this month? And if you are possibly overloading it, just kind of dial it down to maybe I'm just going to try and get one thing done this week or just one thing done this month, okay? Another thing to be looking at with goals is to ask yourself, is this goal really something I'd be interested in doing? 
If not, then maybe you need to adjust it to something that you do want to do. And I'm not talking about that you see something on there that you don't want to do because you're scared of doing it. That's just a challenge for yourself to learn about yourself and to grow, all right? That this is something different. This is, you know, what I mean here is this, is that you've set a goal and it turns out to be something you don't like to do at all, all right? So here's an example. You've decided to go back into performing live. So you find a place that does improv, you go to a class and you get to be on stage. But it turns out that uh, (laughs) you hate it. So now what? Well, adjust it to something else. Maybe you would enjoy doing a night of one-act plays. Maybe you are going to get into the Fringe Festival and work with the theater company. Maybe you actually go find a theater and do a performance there. Maybe you go try stand-up and you realize, oh my God, I just found my voice. So just be willing to adjust because you might find your true calling. And as with goals, be realistic about where you are right now. Take a look at where you are in the business. I mean, what level of the business are you in right now? Co-star, guest star, supporting, lead? You know, what are you auditioning for? Do you have representation? Are your skills up to snuff? I mean, where? What is the what is the position you're in right now? If you have a definition of success that is not reachable within the place that you are currently finding yourself, you will be in for a lot of disappointment and maybe even become discouraged in going forward. Okay, so be be realistic, be understanding of where you are right now. Just look at it and look at it with an open heart. Okay, don't be judgmental about it. Just be okay with where you are and just be willing to take steps from where you are now okay because I mean Hollywood is not like other industries where you start at an entry level and then you can apply for a higher position and start moving up the ladder or um, it's not really the same as that okay but there are incremental steps you can take to get to a higher level of success You know, you can start with um, you have uh, co-stars and you just say, I'm going to go talk with my agents and we're going to look at getting guest stars, right? That's just a small incremental step. Or you are mainly in commercial and you're like, well, I, I really enjoy being on a TV show. So that is where you look to getting a different agent, uh, or an, a, like if you have a commercial agent, you would just then go get a theatrical agent or a manager to help you break into film and television. If you, another incremental step here that you could take is if you have just a few contacts and connections in the business, you can start getting out to like networking events and film festivals and talk to people, you know. But just be willing to start from where you are and take small steps forward because by the end of the year, the small steps you've taken, you will find that you've probably moved a lot more than if you had attempted that giant leap into the stratosphere, okay? And here are some other ideas uh, that may not be as apparent as using your goals, and they're going to be kind of a wild card all right, some of these. <laughs> All right, so if you you can use your dreams. Uh, and this one may be a little tricky, but just hear me out. Just bear with me, okay? This 
way of using your dreams. It's more about the progress you are making on the goals that support your dreams or following through on the mission you've set for the year, which in turn will make you more confident about how you feel about making your dreams a reality. And that gain in confidence about yourself is where the success lies. Did that make sense? Okay, again, so what we're looking at with this is that you um, you have you have dreams that you want and you have goals that support it and you are making small progress on it. And as you make the progress on it, you start having a lot of confidence in yourself. That's what I'm talking about here. A little bit of a weird pretzel logic on that one, but that's that's one way you can also define success is that you are gaining confidence in yourself. You might define it also, but in a way that may be less about reaching your goals and checking them off as done and more about the fact that you're just making progress on it, which goes back to the one I just said, which is about your dreams. So it could just be the progress you're making, not necessarily that you've completely met a goal or reached a goal, okay? A bit of a wild card this one is uh, realizing that you know you're you're realizing that you uh, that you're showing up for yourself, right? You know somehow it just kind of dawns on you that, hey, I am really making myself a priority here finally and and I just feel good about myself. and that is also a success for you that you are that that you are are showing up for yourself and making yourself a priority. Another possibility here, um, it's one that I've found for myself, is that you start feeling inspired to work on your acting and it no longer feels like a chore. You just want to do it. You, you feel always inspired every day to figure out a new way of adding it into your world because you just want to add that creativity into your life. And that is also a success. That is that is something that you just go, oh my God, I didn't realize that this is what I'm doing now. And, and it just feels so good that I have this new flavor in, in my life every day because I'm willing to just put something about my creativity out there. All in all, redefining success so that it is completely within your grasp is going to boost your confidence and it's going to make you believe in yourself. And you're going to see that you are successful at any level you find yourself. And that is very empowering. So what are you doing to celebrate the small stuff, huh? The small victories. Anything? Bueller? Bueller? Anyone? Hmm. Yeah, it's what I thought. When it comes to reaching goals, everybody would agree that you need to keep your eyes on the prize. But sometimes when we're keeping too much of our eyes on the big prize, we miss all of the little things we did along the way. I mean, we don't celebrate the small stuff. It's it's something we just dismiss and, and downplay and say, oh, it's no big deal that I did that. Who cares? I mean, we we wait to celebrate anything until we feel like we have something to show for it because we don't believe that we deserve to be rewarded until we have met that big goal or made that big dream a reality, right? But it's not true that we don't deserve it. We actually do deserve it. We deserve 
deserve to be rewarded as we go. And showing ourselves love and validating ourselves for the work we have done will help us with not looking outside of ourselves to other people for validation and approval. Yes, of course, it's nice to have other people praise us for the work we've done and give us their stamp of approval. But think of the confidence you will have when you have already validated and approved of yourself first. At least part of doing that for yourself is rewarding yourself for small things you've done. So let's now get into things you can do in order to reward yourself. Okay, here are some ideas. Going shopping for something you would like to have, like a new t-shirt, sunglasses, earrings, you know, a a video game, if you're into that. Getting a massage or mani-pedi, you know, maybe it's going out with friends that you've been putting off for a while. Or you're going to go sit down and take the night off and watch your favorite movie. Or maybe you're going to take a drive to a place that you love or, you know, going out to an event that you've been looking forward to. It also could be taking yourself out for a nice dinner or ordering takeout out from your favorite restaurant. Okay, those are just some ideas and you can do anything to reward yourself. It just has to be just something that will make you happy. It will definitely give you joy when you do it, okay? But, you know, what if you don't reach a goal you've set for the week or the month? Then what? Okay, well, well, let me ask you something here. Are you your own cheerleader or mean referee? I'm, I'm sure you're just like, what, 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 what do you mean? What cheerleader referee? What is that? Okay. Let me set this up for you. You set a goal to work up a monologue and you have said, I am going to do this every day for the next week. Well, things in life happened and you could only do it three times instead of seven. Do you become a mean referee blow the whistle, drop a penalty flag, and yell, flag on the play, flag on the play. That'll be no TV or Netflix until you've learned it. Or do you become your own starry-eyed cheerleader who yells, you did it three times. Oh, my God. Do you know what that means? It means you did it three more times than you did last week. Woohoo! Next week, I bet you're going to do it four times. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I cannot wait till next week. You are so awesome. You should go have some ice cream and put sprinkles on it. You deserve it. Woohoo! So, which one are you? I'm guessing, like most of us, you're probably a mean referee. (laughs) I am going to invite you to try being the uh, starry-eyed cheerleader for yourself once in a while, okay? I don't know about you, but I am not a big fan of negative motivation or making up consequences and punishments for yourself if you do not meet a goal. I find that feeling of letting myself down is, uh, you know, punishment enough. Why do I need to do something more? And if I do have to face consequences or punishments for not meeting a goal I've made for myself, by the way, um, I'd just as soon give up or not do it and uh, just go down a um, YouTube rabbit hole. Not a fan of it. I would really encourage you to let go of the idea that you should have punishments or consequences for not meeting a goal. That is a good practice to start now. And 
Here's the thing. Celebrating the small stuff is part of what's going to make the journey of reaching your goals and making your dreams a reality really rich. And it's going to give you markers to, to look back at and fond memories of all the steps along the way of you getting there. And it'll also give you self-love and compassion that you deserve and help you recognize that everything you've done along the way matters. And most importantly, that you matter. All right, everybody, that's a wrap for this week. My wish for you is to see yourself as a success, no matter where you are in this journey. Until next time, give yourself some love, call yourself an artist, and become your own cheerleader, for goodness sake. Thanks so much for joining me, guys. This has been Let's Get To It, a podcast to empower you as an artist.